massive brand bosses. I am so super excited for this episode. Today we are talking about what to do when you are in a moment of plateau or you're feeling stuck in your business. And so I'm excited for this episode for a couple of reasons. One, because it's a little bit um, away from what we've done in the previous episodes where we were talking a lot about strategy and implementation, which you guys know I love. I'm all about fast action results and savvy marketing and client attractive branding, of course. But we would be remiss in this show if we did not talk about mindset. And it's one of my passions. I don't really talk about it much publicly. Um, Maybe that's a mindset block. (laughs) Um, But I definitely talk about it a lot with my clients and things that we do sometimes to hinder our own growth um, as it relates to how we think and how we move and how we speak. And so today's episode is going to be all about that. So I'm super excited. But before we get started, I wanted to make an announcement. So for this month, uh, the end of this month and into June, we are offering brand audits for the rest of this month in June. So what that means is if you are listening and you are like, oh my God, I love this podcast. I'm loving what Tanya has been talking about and I'm ready to see how I can activate my massive brand. I want you to go to tanyawalkins.com forward slash call so that we can chat about how to activate your massive brand, package your greatness and monetize your hustle. All right. So with that, let's get started. Hello and welcome to Massive Brand Podcast with Tanya Watkins. This podcast was created for lady bosspreneurs who are looking to create a personal brand that stands out, package their greatness, and monetize their hustle. Tanya, the founder of Massive Brand Consulting, is a brand and online monetization strategist who believes that with smart hustle and sassy marketing strategies, you can become a boldly confident influencer in your market build a loyal, engaged community, and create much more than a six-figure business. All right, so this actually came about, this conversation around what to do when you are feeling stuck was with one of my clients. And so she, she's probably gonna kill me when she hears this episode, like, what the hell? Um, but she inboxed me like, hey, I'm feeling a little stuck. I'm feeling like, you know, I've had so much success and I don't wanna take that for granted and I'm, Super appreciative and grateful for that. But in this point in time, this moment, I'm feeling a little stuck and I need to know what to do to push forward. And so we kind of chatted it out and we talked it out and I was like, oh my God, as we do, like this will make a perfect podcast episode, right? Have you done that before where you're like, oh my God, I'm going to put this to live stream or I'm going to write a blog post about this. Um, so that's what we did with this uh, piece of content. So the first thing that we talked about is so, you know, we're super into our results, right? If you're an entrepreneur, you are all about analytics and how did this fare and did that work? And especially as online marketers, we're always looking at what to do, how to test, how to learn, how to study the marketplace and adjust to her and all of those things. And so when you're looking at numbers all the time, especially looking at revenue, um, how many people we've added to our list, how many people we've, you know, added to our Instagram following, sometimes it does take a little bit out of you when you're always looking at these things. And so when you see an increase here and an increase there, and then all of a sudden you start to see a decline or even just stagnant, then sometimes you're thinking to yourself, like, what am I doing wrong? And sometimes you're not doing anything wrong. Sometimes we're 
overanalyzing, right? And so the first thing that I mentioned to my client about what to do when you're feeling like, oh my God, what the heck is three things all in one, (laughs) pray, journal, and keep serving. So the first one, I know people are probably like, what pray? Um, But as you will come to find, I don't call myself super religious, but I am very connected to God. And so I always talk to him and I include him in everything that I do in this business. He is like, he's the CEO. (laughs) And so I feel like sometimes we veer off into, I'm going to live my purpose. I'm going to live my passion. I'm going to do everything that I want to do. And sometimes there's a call for silence. Sometimes there's a call for you to take a step back and say, I'm here. What do I need to do next? And wait. Sometimes it's okay to not be in flow and in action every second, right? And so that's the first thing to pray. Second of all is to journal. And so some of you are probably like, oh my God, someone else is telling me to journal. But I found this to be super, super, super therapeutic. And so you know, especially when you're looking at what has this business done for me lately? What have my clients done for me lately? To sit back and just write out all the things that you feel grateful for. And maybe it's not a conversation around your business. Maybe you are journaling things that have happened in your life, in your personal life, with family, with friends. But just to be open and aware of all the good that has happened and also what you're looking forward to. And so, Yes, we want to make sure that we're not super, super attached to outcomes, but you want to make sure that your expectations around what you're looking for are realistic. And so I feel like sometimes writing that out, what we're looking to do, what we've done, gratitude, all of those things get you grounded. You know, when we see our our success and we compare ourselves to others, sometimes it's like, well, I want to add 3,000 people to my list this month too. And maybe it's about, having moments of stillness, moments of gratitude, writing things out and understanding that if Rome wasn't built in a day, chances are your business won't be either. And then lastly with this is to keep serving. What I find, and this has happened to me and to my clients as well, when we're not getting the results that we're looking for, instead of continuing to push through, we stop altogether. And so then we've really become upset because now we're not doing anything in our business. We're doing busy work, right? Oh, let me check my email. Let me do this. Let me do that. And we're doing all these things so that we feel busy, but we're not doing money making activities, money generating activities. What are we doing to generate revenue? And I feel like sometimes when we're in this funk, we tend to shy away from showing up, right? So that we can kind of, we put ourselves in like this hermit mode. Like, let me just sit back and kind of analyze my situation, feel bad for myself, wonder what's going on. And then we stop serving. Right. And so what you want to decide is what can I, even though I don't quite feel like it today, right. Even though I just want to binge on empire, like I did last night, (laughs) even though I want to do that, what could I do today? Is it a live stream? Is it client work? What is it that allows you to serve your clients in your highest power? All right, so pray, journal, and keep serving. Next, you wanna take a a step way back and say, you know what? 
maybe I just need to take care of myself. And this happens, especially with us who work from home. I mean, I should even say this out loud and on air, but there's days where I skip lunch, where I'm like, even today, like I had two cups of coffee. Like, does that make sense? I put, yes, I'm going to work out today. So I have my workout clothes on, but I didn't work out. And so I'm sharing this with you, not as an example of what to do, but of what we do sometimes to ourselves in this space when we're working from home or working alone. Um, we have a team, but we have a remote team. So there's no one in the office to say, hey girl, did you eat breakfast? Right? So take care of ourselves. Like that's the next step. Make Take an assessment of how you've lived the last two weeks. Did you eat well-balanced meals? And did you work out? Did you take time for yourself? Did you get a mani-pedi? What did you do to take care of you? And so if you're taking a look back at your last two weeks and you're like, oh my God, I was full on, straight out, work, work, work. And then of course, a lot of us are moms, wives. (laughs) That also is work. So if you're saying to yourself, wow, that's me right now, I want you to take a look at your calendar and schedule a self-care day. So my self-care day typically includes listening to music, going to get my nails done, going to get my hair done, eyebrows, all that. Whatever it takes for you to feel good with yourself and feel relaxed. And even if it means to not even think about your business for that day, do it. Okay? So we're going to pray, journal, you're going to keep serving, and then you're going to schedule some time just for you. All right, so let's talk about getting back into the business. So let's assume that you're like, okay, yes, I took my self-care day. I'm feeling good, right? Now it's time to take a look at your business because of course, you know, it's great to say prayer, journal, self-care, but in the grand scheme of things, at some point, you do have to jump back into it, right? You do have to make sure that your systems are in place and they are in a way that they're scaling and then they're working. And if you're at a plateau, you might wanna check some things. So once you've taken care of self, here's what I want you to do. The first thing I want you to do is to do some market research, right? So you're like, uh, market research, I already know my market. But our target market changes all the time. Her needs, her wants, her desires change all the time. And so I want you to start asking questions about what she's looking for in her business, what results she's looking for. And maybe it's maybe you don't service business, maybe you're a health and wellness coach, whatever the case may be, right? What is her desired transformation? That's really it. And if you can get clear on that, you're golden. What has she been doing lately that has taken her away from her desired transformation? All right, so whether you wanna do market research in groups, Facebook groups, LinkedIn groups, you wanna go on Instagram, Twitter, whatever platform you wanna use, um, Amazon, check reviews of books that your ideal clients read, forums, you decide. But take some time, whether it's one, two, three hours, to just do some deep work and see what she's talking about. What is her language? How is she articulating her needs? her wants, and her desired transformation. Then from there, you want to cross-check your messaging. If this is what she's saying to me as I'm doing this research, and this is how she's displaying and talking about her desired transformation, whatever it is, is my messaging on point? Okay, so you definitely want to make sure that the things that you're saying 
and how you are looking and working to attract her in your marketing is resonant with what she needs. And sometimes we get into a habit of content creation. And I know we do this. And so if you say you don't do this, I don't believe you. But initially we think about her, right? And so we're like, okay, I'm going to do my research. I want to figure out what to say and how to say it and really vibe with her and all the things that she needs. And then we get into deep work where we're now just in content creation flow and we're blogging and we're podcasting and we're doing all these things. And we just start to assume that we know her, right? Like we're like, oh, I know my ideal client. I talk to her every day. I already know what she wants. I already know what she needs. And we assume because we've done research in the past, but really when your market research should be something that you do every day. Every day as you're connecting with your community, you should be really being open-eared and listening to what she's saying. So you wanna make sure in your content, your social content strategy, your blog, whatever the case may be, YouTube, whatever you're using to speak to her, email marketing, the whole shebang. Does this sound like what she needs today? And if not, you want to make sure that you're making the necessary changes based on your market research so you can get in alignment with what she needs. All right. So another thing that I want you to do and put on your list is to go to a few networking events. I know a lot of my colleagues and clients, we spend so much time in our home or in our space of work. And I love my office. It's so cute. I decorated it. I spent almost $4,000 on furnishings for my office, which is so cool. But at the end of the day, I realized, okay, I got to get up out of here. So I have made an effort to schedule events to meet new people. And while I love meeting people online, and I'm sure you do too, nothing compares to the offline world. (laughs) Nothing. And I have to say, almost every time I go to an event, I either meet someone that I met online at one point, So now we're meeting like in real life or I meet someone who becomes a friend or I meet someone who becomes a client every single time. And even if not, I walk away feeling rejuvenated, refreshed. I feel like, oh my God, I'm like all about my purpose again, right? I go all the way back to my why. And so once you've done all the things that we've just talked about, now I want you to take a look and you don't have to travel. Like that's one of the things that we talk about in this space where it's like, oh God, now I have to go to this event and it's all the way across the country. And then I have to get, you know, airline tickets and hotel and food and all of that. But you'd be surprised how many events are actually going on in your backyard. And maybe if it's not right in your city, maybe it's 30 minutes away, 40 minutes away. So don't feel inclined to hop on a plane to go to a networking event. You can go to one locally. All right. And so maybe it's a chamber of commerce or another entrepreneurial place in your city, whatever the case may be, find an event and then make a habit. Okay. Make a habit to go once a month to an event. I know. Sounds crazy, right? Oh God, I'm going to put my makeup on. I'm going to get dressed. Yes. You have to get dressed, put your makeup on and maybe even grab some business cards oh my God, I went to an event last week and I didn't have, I was the only one in the room without business cards. And I was like, you guys still walk around with business cards? So I grabbed a stash for my event tomorrow. (laughs) So yes, go to an event. Next, I want you, because now you've done 
market research, you've checked your messaging, you've gone to events, you're back, you're getting back in flow. I want you to create an exclusive offer for women who have already purchased or your clients who have already purchased. And so what this does is it, one, it, if you're feeling like kind of in this funk, sometimes the last thing we want to do is sell. And I know it sounds crazy. Like if we need momentum, why don't we want to sell? But I don't know how I can't explain it. So to ease that, of course, you're going to sell easier or to one of your existing clients or someone who has purchased from you before. But on the flip side of that, people, our existing customers are seven times more likely to spend again than a new customer. So it's just a win-win situation. She's happy and delighted because she knows you and you have that level of comfort, so to speak, because you have already serviced her before. So because you have that rapport, you can really drill down and figure out what she needs at this point in her life or business, and you can provide that for her in a service offering. So create an exclusive offer. And it doesn't have to be this big nine-month coaching program. It doesn't have to be this complete entire get right system. It doesn't have to be. It just needs to be what she needs right now. And it needs to be connected to her desired transformation. All right. So next, I want you to talk a little bit about this in journaling, but I just want to make sure you get this piece is to list out all of your accomplishments for this current year. And so at this date of this podcast, we are in May-ish, June. (laughs) And so what has happened between January and now? I'm sure there's a lot. With five months completed in the year, there's probably a lot of things that you've accomplished that you're overlooking because we tend to say, okay, great, that happened, awesome. We may do a post about it on social and then we move on, right? And then when we take a flashback, we're like, whoa, holy cow, like look at all that has happened. So what I want you to do is reserve time in your calendar this week, today, after this episode to list out all of the things that you did well, because there's so many. And if we get stuck in, oh my God, this isn't working or, oh my God, I'm stuck. That is the total opposite energy that you need to use to propel forward. So listing out your accomplishments is going to help you in a major way. Okay, so I had to add a couple of things as it relates to analytics because that's just where I live. So what I want you to do, and I hope you already do this. um, So if you have a system of tracking your sales, then kudos to you. If you don't, this is why you need to hop on and get a call with me at tanyawalkins.com forward slash call. But take a look at your revenue each week in each month for the past three months. Or even if you want to do for this year, 2018, that's great. Um, Wherever you are as you're listening, whether it's three to six months, take that pocket of time and look at your highest paying weeks and months and look at what you are marketing or how you are marketing your business, how you are standing out. And so I literally want you to scroll back on social Go to your website and see what blog post you had. Go to your YouTube channel and see what was, what was, you know, go to your YouTube channel and see what you published. Literally, like I want you to see exactly what you were doing to market your business 
and these high paying weeks and months. And then I want you to see what you were selling. So whether you have, I mean, I know we use Thrivecart. Well, I use Thrivecart. So whether you have Stripe, PayPal, whatever the case may be, these all of these programs offer a way for you to analyze your business. I particularly use Thrivecart. That's my baby. And I'll put a link in the show notes because it's the best investment I've ever made. Love it to death. It is a checkout software and I use it for analytics and everything. It's just so dope. Um, but so yeah, I want you to take a look at your highest paying weeks and months, look at your marketing and look at what you are selling. Now, is there a correlation between that and now? What looks different? What are you doing that's exactly the same? What are you selling now versus what you were selling then? Maybe you retired a program or a product or a service that was selling really well that you're not selling now that you want to bring back. Maybe you changed your marketing strategy that now is not reflective of your sales currently or what you want. And so maybe it's time to look at how we can shift back into that, right? What were you, what were you doing? Um, it's very easy for us to, in this fast paced environment that we live in, to be on go, go, go. And so not often do we take time to analyze our marketing, our sales, our numbers in that way. But I definitely urge you to do this because I've done this before several times where I was like, holy cow, like I had a 20K week. What happened? What did I do? And when I compared my marketing at that time to that current moment, I was like, oh, okay, that's why. And when I looked at my service offering at that time versus the service offering in the moment that I was analyzing all of this, it was very different. And so I don't think, I didn't go back to sell exactly what I was selling, but I created something in comparison, of course, going back to her desired transformation to make it work. And so there's nothing wrong with having dips, right? There's nothing wrong with having a week or a month where you're not making a million dollars. But in order to truly scale, you have to know what works. And I feel like a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we are so caught up in serving that we forget to take a look at how we can better serve ourselves and our business. And analyzing these numbers is huge, especially if you are in the business. And I don't know, I know I am. And so I know a lot of my followers are in the business of teaching what you do and teaching what you know. I am an online marketer and I teach online marketing, right? (laughs) So I have to know what I'm doing and how it works. I just have to. I mean, of course, I teach so many other things, but just to simplify it, if I don't know what works, how can I teach it? And so especially if you are in the business of teaching what you do, then you have to have a way and a system to understand what's working and what's not. And if you're not doing that, I would urge you to do that on a weekly basis. All right. One more thing um, as it relates to marketing strategy and it's paid ads. So I know a lot of people love doing boosts and boosting posts um, as it relates to their Facebook ad strategy. And I'm not opposed to that at all. But if you're seeing a dip and a rise and inconsistency in how you're generating leads and how you're bringing in revenue 
and you're using Facebook ads as a strategy to do that, then I would take a look at how you use ads overall. Do you have an ad budget? It's a question I ask everyone. Because I have had conversations with people and they're like, well, two months ago I spent 50 bucks and then last month I spent $1,000. And then this month so far, I've already spent 2,000. I'm like, whoa, where's the, why is there a variance? Are you getting a return on this investment? Is there a reason why you scaled to double this month? And more often than not, there's not an answer. And so you want to understand what it means when you say, I'm going to spend X amount of dollars. And as you're scaling and growing, you should know if that is the money that I'm putting out, what is the expected return? And so what I would say to you is create a marketing strategy around ads that makes sense. And so here's some of the things that you need to do. One, know your numbers. What is your monthly ad spend? That's the first thing. Second of all, with that ad spend, what are you looking to achieve? Whether it's sales, new clients, new followers, new people on your list, what is the number? And what is the exact call to action to get her there? Oftentimes when I do audits for clients, I'll see them boosting posts with no call to action. And if you're looking to build an audience that you, maybe you have a big launch strategy and so you're looking to build an audience and so you're pushing content to her, that's fine. But if you're just throwing up posts and boosting them and in hopes that praying God, please, I hope this person that sees this post will inbox me and ask for my highest ticket item. It's probably not gonna happen. And so you wanna make sure that you are strategic and intentional with your ad spend because that's money going out. And you want to be able to know that you can get that money back in return through your sales and your services. So what is your monthly spend? What is the core offering? And what is the call to action to get her there? And so as a general rule of thumb, I look like if I have, if I'm promoting an offer that's $1,000, what I'll typically do for each month as I'm testing it out to start, I will scale up to $1,000 so that I know, obviously with one conversion, I've broke even, but then I'm able to really test the ads and see what's working and what's not. When you're doing $5 a day here and there, and I'm not saying you are, but there's really no way to know how it resonates with your client. So I hope that was helpful. Um, I just went off on a Facebook ads tangent, but I felt I've been talking to so many people about ad strategy and it's one of my passions. And I just feel like if we can be more strategic with how we utilize, not even just Facebook ads, but ads in general, we'll see so much more success. So I hope this episode was helpful. I'm going to do a quick recap for you. And I did talk about a couple of links um, that I just kind of blurted out. And so I will not forget to add them to the show notes. But just for a review, make sure you're spending time in prayer, journaling, and to make sure that you keep serving. Don't, do not move away from your client's view. Make sure that you are still there for her and your audience too. They need to see you. And even if it's just 
hey, I want to do a live stream a week or a live stream a day, whatever you decide that feels good for you, keep showing up. Do not shrink. Take a day of self-care, whether it's get your nails done, hair done, get everything did, whatever you want to do, take some time. And then when you're stepping back into your business, make sure that you're doing some market research to get back in alignment with her desired transformation. And then you want to check your messaging against that to make sure that it is on point with what she needs. And then of course, as I talked about listing out all of your accomplishments for this year, I definitely like, I want you to go into Massive Brand Incubator, my Facebook group and be like, hey, here are all of my accomplishments for 2018. I I literally want to see you list this out. This is super important. And then going back into business strategy, create an exclusive offer for women who have already purchased. Go to a few networking events so that you can start to get back into it and analyze your highest paying weeks and months that you understand how was I marketing, what was I selling, and how can I replicate and duplicate that behavior? And then do a Facebook ad audit strategy to see how am I using, if if you are using paid advertisement, are you doing it in a savvy way? All right, I hope this was helpful. Definitely reach out to me if you have any questions and I would love to hear from you. So if you have any ideas of topics that you wanna hear on the podcast, definitely tag me on Instagram or tag me in my Facebook group. I would love to create an episode just cater to you and what you are looking to achieve in your business and how you can activate your massive brand and monetize your hustle. Until next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to Massive Brand Podcast. I so hope you appreciated and enjoyed this episode. And if so, go ahead and subscribe so that you don't miss out on any future episodes as well as I would love for you to leave a review. And for doing that, I'm gonna give you a free gift. So go over to tanyawalkins.com forward slash free training. And of course, to stay connected, you can follow me across social media at Tanya B. Watkins and be sure to join our Facebook group, Massive Brand Incubator. Until next time.